Good afternoon and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. To our guests visiting but not attending Mass today, we ask that you please be reverential and respectful of the solemnity of the sacred service while you enjoy your visit. For our non-Catholic friends, while the Holy Eucharist is not available to you, you are welcome to ask the priest for a blessing by crossing your arms over your chest. Confessions are heard daily from noon to 12.45 p.m. and Saturdays from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. Today is Thursday of the second week in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant of today's Mass is Father Salvo, Rector of St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today's Mass is being offered for the intention of Leela Ferris. Please stand. Let us sing together the first verse of the ancient hymn in the St. Michael hymnal, O Worship the King, number 689. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin the sacred mysteries, which will be uh, today's live stream mass, because this morning, because of the weather last night, we had major technical difficulties. So it wasn't live stream at the 7 a.m. And so this mass we offer for Leila for the living Leila Ferris, for her intentions, but we will also pray for the soul of Mary Elizabeth Grohoski. And as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself, Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. As we venerate the most holy name of Jesus, mercifully grant us, Lord, that savoring its sweetness in this life, we may be filled with everlasting joy in our heavenly homeland. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Samuel. When David and Saul approached on David's return after slaying the Philistine, women came out from each of the cities of Israel to meet King Saul, singing and dancing with tambourines, joyful songs, and sistrums. The women played and sang, Saul has slain his thousands, 
and David his ten thousands. Saul was very angry and resentful of the song, for he thought, they give David ten thousands, but only thousands to me. All that remains for him is the kingship. And from that day on, Saul was jealous of David. Saul discussed his intention of killing David with his son Jonathan and with all his servants. But Saul's son Jonathan, who was very fond of David, told him, my father Saul is trying to kill you. Therefore, please be on your guard tomorrow morning. Get out of sight and remain in hiding. I, however, will go out and stand beside my father in the countryside where you are and will speak to him about you. If I learn anything, I will let you know. Jonathan then spoke well of David to his father Saul, saying to him, let not your majesty sin against his servant David, for he has committed no offense against you, but has helped you very much by his deeds. When he took his life in his hands and slew the Philistine, and the Lord brought about a great victory for all Israel through him, you were glad to see it. Why then should you become guilty of shedding innocent blood by killing David without cause? Saul heeded Jonathan's plea and swore, as the Lord lives, he shall not be killed. So Jonathan summoned David and repeated the whole conversation to him. Jonathan then brought David to Saul, and David served him as before. The word of the Lord. Speak to God. In God I trust, I shall not fear. In God I trust. Have mercy on me, O God, for men trample upon me. All the day they press their attack against me. My adversaries trample upon me all the day. Yes, many fight against me. In God, I trust I My wanderings you have counted. My tears are stored in your flask. Are they not recorded in your book? Then do my enemies turn back when I call upon you. In God, I trust. Now I know that God is with me, in God in whose promise I glory. In God I trust without fear. What can flesh do against me? In God I trust. I am bound, O God, by vows to you. Your thank offerings I will fulfill. For you have rescued me from death, my feet too from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. In God,
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus withdrew toward the sea with his disciples. A large number of people followed from Galilee and from Judea. Hearing what he was doing, a large number of people came to him also from Jerusalem, from Idumea, from beyond the Jordan, and from the neighborhood of Tyre and Sidon. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crush him. He had cured many, and as a result, those who had diseases were pressing upon him to touch him. And whenever unclean spirits saw him, they would fall down before him and shout, you are the son of God. He warned them sternly not to make him known. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's reading from the book of Samuel that we have been meditating on and we will continue to do so for a couple more days, we see what happens between David and Saul, the king, that after they have uh, uh, victories and, and, and a lot of success together, Saul, who was like a father figure to David, all of a sudden, when David started to get more of the attention of the people and, and they were all focusing on him and making him to be the hero instead of Saul, Saul grew jealous to the point that he, as, as we will continue to see, uh, he even wants to kill him. And he's blinded by that jealousy. And we see in today's uh, passage that we read the, the, what Jonathan, who was the son of Saul, the, he would have been the prince, but at the same time, a very good friend with David, he was there to intercede uh, before uh, Saul, convincing him, why are you thinking this way? Why are you persecuting him? He has nothing, done nothing wrong to you. He's actually just trying to make everything good for the kingdom and working on your behalf, and it's not his fault that people like him like that, as he is also trying to have, give advice to David about how to proceed and what to look out for and so on, which <clears throat> it's something that is it's a very difficult role that we sometimes have in our lives, whether it's in fam with family or friends or even at work, sometimes we, we can observe relationships in a, in a way be hurt by anything because someone can be blinded by anger or jealousy or blinded by, by a, a misinformation, a, a, a perception, anything, and, and it can affect relationships. And sometimes, even though it's hard and it's not about meddling, it's about when the Holy Spirit asks us to be like Jonathan, we, we, we must have the courage to help uh, one another to see, wait, the way you're treating this person is, is not correct. The way you're talking about this person is not, is not just. And, 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 and this relationship, which is so good and loving, why, why, is this going, why is this at risk right now? What can we do to help this? It's basically what Jonathan was trying to do there was to be a peacemaker. And, and many times it's difficult to be a peacemaker, but if we're called to be that in, in a situation and we have the Holy Spirit's guidance, let's always be prepared to, to, 
to, to do that because many times the people that are in the middle of the quarrel or anything that's going on are the most blinded by, by, by the circumstances and everything. And if we're in a situation in which we can see it from a more outside perspective and we can help to open their eyes and to bring reconciliation, let's do that courageously and always with the prayer of the Holy Spirit to guide us in our words and in our actions. So it's a difficult thing, but, but sometimes it's also part of being a, a, a good friend, a good family member, uh, someone that wants to try to keep the peace in our surroundings with the people that we love the most. God bless you. And now let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for all members of the church. May God look with favor upon us and grant us every grace and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. For civic authorities, may the Lord guide them in their efforts protecting human life in all stages. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who are sick, may the Lord grant them healing and comfort in their suffering. Let us pray to the Lord. For all of us here, may the grace of the Holy Spirit guide us in a life of holiness in all we say and do. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who have died in the light of faith, may God grant them peace in eternal life. Let us pray to the Lord. Loving Father, hear and answer the prayers we have brought before you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Be pleased, Almighty Father, to accept our offerings in the name of Jesus, for we are confident that we shall receive whatever we ask in your Son's name as he himself with such kindness promises, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. 
lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift. Since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. 
humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. 
Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. The communion hymn in your St. Michael hymnal is Draw Near and Take the Body of Thy Lord, number 509.
Let us pray. Grant us in your mercy, O Lord, we pray, that in these sacred mysteries we may do worthy homage to the Lord Jesus, for it is your will that at his name every knee should bend, and in him all people find salvation, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. And have a good afternoon, everyone. The recessional hymn is Now Thank We All Our God, number 641. <laughs>